0: On today's episode, I will be interviewing Ms. DeAndra Reese. Word of prayer. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this day and all that you've allowed us to accomplish, all of us you've allowed us to see, all that you've allowed us to do. Father God, for us being here right now, that let us know that, Lord, you still have a purpose for us to fulfill, and you still have many people you would like for us to bless. Father God, may this conversation bless all who receive it. May they receive this encouraging word and take it with them and share it with others, Lord. Father God, we just pray that you would guide this conversation, however you have for it to go. We love you, Lord, and we continue to give you the praise, the honor, and all the glory. Thank you for everything you have done in our lives. In your daughter son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. Well, as you said, my name is Deandra and I am a speaker, encourager. Um, I think ever since I was young, it's just been in me to encourage people. You know, you know, you have that person that everyone comes to for advice or everyone comes to to lean on and things like that and just get some positive words some encouragement, even some prayer, you know, I, I'm that person. So um, I'm all about just holistic healing, you know, and um, just encouraging people and helping them reach their full potential and, and helping them break through to reach their full potential in God.
0: Okay. And, and where are you, what state are you in? I'm in Texas. Oh, cool. What part? I'm in San Antonio. Okay. That's where my sister is. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, she's a retired. Um, army nurse. Yes, that's where she. Very big <laughs> military city. <laughs> yeah, and then my brother-in-law and his wife—they stay in Dallas. Okay. Yeah, she's a nurse at one of the hospitals there. So yeah, so I know I haven't been to Texas. They keep trying to get you know to come out there, but right now with the pandemic going on, I said (laughs) with the pandemic, it's like I ain't trying to go. No. (laughs) I understand, (laughs) but yeah, I said one day in life, when things settle down, we'll come visit. So I I hear I've heard a lot about things, different things about Texas, and seen even shows and stuff in Texas. So that's pretty cool. You'll have to let me let me
1: know when you come out here.
0: Oh yes, I will. I would even one of my co-workers her son just got a um a job out in I can't I'm probably not gonna say it it's some. it starts with a b it's not far from San Antonio I do know I, it's a beautiful place it's like bel bel I can't think of how to pronounce it now belton but yeah something of that nature it's one that has like a big water park there and um it's real pretty I know they said it wasn't that far away I forgot exactly okay what it's called but I was like okay that's cool they, they really set them up real nice <laughs> no, <that's laughs> that
1: way.
0: oh yeah so Texas is on the map and then one of my former co-workers she went to go work into in Dallas so oh, wow.
1: <laughs> yeah Texas is it's a lot going on here people think it's not you know it, it has that balance of being a retirement city you know a mm-hmm. retirement state but it's it has a lot of potential and it has a lot of things that are growing and developing here so
0: okay hmm So, um, what is your word for this year or what word are you taking with you for this year or forward? Um, just one word. Oh, however many you have.
1: (laughs) Um, I would say, uh, resiliency. That's been something that has stayed with me for a long time. So, uh, resiliency is my word.
0: And what made you come to that word?
1: Um, I would say just things that I've gone through in the past, different things that I've overcome. I've just always been resilient. You know, we, we all go through a lot in life. We go through different challenges in life, but I've, I've maybe been to the close point of giving up, but I've never given up. Like I've never thrown in the towel. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have to ride this thing out, you know, and trust God and just understand that there's greater on the other side of it. So definitely
0: resiliency yeah that's um a good word to have one of the things like you said we have to be able to trust God and what he's gonna do and can do and what he's already done before and it's it's easier said than done because when we're going through it it's not like oh no it's like no God I don't know about this I don't know what I can do it but one thing I do know, he always brings us out even when we do get to our lower points Yes, he did. And he he always gives us some kind of way to get out. It just depends, I guess, how deep in despair you are and how well you'll see that way out. But for sure. That's a good word for this year. My word is confidence for this year. And I'm stepping out doing that even with this podcast. It's being more confident in um, myself so and I'm loving it like I love talking to people I love getting to know people and I know anybody listening to any episodes gonna hear me say this a million times but I do <laughs> I love meeting new people and anybody that knows me knows I love to talk and that will sometimes get me in trouble so <laughs> do it does sometimes <laughs> <laughs> so um so who is your um a person that inspires you um, I'll
1: give you two separate people. Okay. So one person that is outside of my family that inspires me or has inspired me was Maya Angelou. Um, I like to read people's stories and read different things that they overcame the background story, you know, coming to their life and just think of things that they went through. And with Maya Angelou, she overcame a lot, a lot of adversity, a lot of hurt, a lot of trauma, but she rose above it all you know like she was again that word resilient she she just was so um just that and everything she accomplished over the years of her life but as far as someone that i know personally i would say my grandmother she is she'll be 92 years old in in june And she is, of course, the matriarch of the family. She is unfiltered in every possible way I think uh, almost a 92-year-old could be. (laughs) (laughs) But she has so much wisdom. She really does. And um, I just, I see all that she has sacrificed for our family. And um, I just, I truly choose to honor her, you know, especially in this season. So
0: I can relate with the grandmas as far as like, when I say gr- mine to be my great grandma, I had the mm-hmm. privilege to meet one of my great grandmas. She was alive during, um she lived it to be 95. She passed away in 2008. That's a blessing. And bliss. she still was in her right mind. She, you know, like they don't forget much. They don't care if they don't like you. They tell you they don't like you and they don't care how you feel about it. But I still <laughs> remember this one day, my grandma tried to tell me, like, mm-hmm she hadn't forgot that day you didn't come by here and I was like huh I'm like oh yeah she probably just forgot so I went to visit her and because I had said I was gonna come and I didn't come that day yeah. and she sat there and waited on me was waiting for me and I remember my grandma did tell me that. and so we were sitting there talking to me and my my great great grandma now we call her Deer mm-hmm. and uh it was always Deuce and Deer that was her son Deuce but I always knew Deuce and Deer growing up but she said that day we were talking and she was like Jaquisha what happened to you the other day? I was like, oh my goodness, my grandma was so right. She did not forget that I had not come to see her. And I was like, oh, oh, well, such and such happened and whatnot. But it just shocked me that she remembered. Yeah. And it's amazing, like, just to hear one of the things I've learned, too, that most people that I've talked to, the person that inspires them is either their mother or their grandmother. So to hear you say that, it's like, okay, these women are really doing or have done What they needed to do in their life, like with me, I don't have any living biological grandparents anymore. But my, um, the lady that babysat me that has known me since I was four weeks old, wow, I call her my grandma. She's my grandma. My baby knows her. That's her great grandma. And she is one of those that don't have a filter. Like she would cuss you out in a heartbeat and does not care she loves you you know that but yeah. she's gonna tell you they go shoot you straight they not go yeah. they're not gonna give you nothing like they don't sugarcoat nothing not nah, any straight shooters
1: you have to think yeah. about it they've been <laughs> through so much they've lived a long life it's like why am I gonna cut corners sugarcoat anything I'm gonna tell you exactly how it is you yes can, you're gonna like it and if you don't then that's
0: not a no problem and if you get your feelings hurt you just better suck <laughs> it up and keep on going <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So tell me about a tough season that you endured and how you overcame it.
1: Um, okay. So a tough season that I overcame, I would say when I dealt with depression and anxiety, um, that was during a time where I was unemployed for a long period of time. And it was very hard because, you know, being someone who is used to a certain income bracket or used to being able to be independent and taking care of yourself and then losing a job and not having that safety net. It was almost like all I could do is trust God because I wasn't getting unemployment. They denied me for unemployment. So It was literally like, OK, Lord, what what, what are we doing? Cause <laughs> this was a struggle you know and it goes back to what you were saying when you're in it it's hard you know it's very challenging to have that positive mindset but um I literally I, I don't know what moment it was that it broke for me but I truly believe that prayer absolutely helped um worshiping God and reading my word but also having the conversation you know and and speaking up and saying these are the feelings I'm having you know this is what I'm going through um that can truly help and get you out of that situation so I'm a person that's big on not taking medication I know some people are but me I'm like I'm gonna find every natural remedy that I can possibly think of, okay, because <laughs> I'm not taking any kind of medication. So I checked on you know my vitamins, I went to the doctor to see you know what was low, if anything was low in my blood levels. Um, and then I'm really big with affirmations, positive affirmations, starting my day off, speaking life over my day. I think sometimes we don't realize the thoughts, not just the words that we speak, but what are we thinking? You know, like, what are the thoughts that you're thinking before you say what you're saying? So that was definitely something I had to retrain my brain with.
0: So what, during that season, what, what, I guess, say, what birth, what did you end up birthing out of that season? Like, what happened that, what was the turning point? Um, I birthed my
1: book that I had been working on for, well, I want to say probably five years or so. I think that a lot of times we will try to have our own timetable when certain things should be done, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a book, whatever may be, whatever projects we're working on. And God still has things for us to go through and different things for us to develop in. And maybe some things we have to, again, go through where he's helping our character and building things in us to put into those projects. So I think it was just the timing of it all. You know, there were certain things I had to experience and go through. And yes, it hurt. Ouch, ouch, ouch. <laughs> but I think what we experience in life is not just for us. It's to help other people who are going through that and who think that they're the only ones who are facing those certain situations. So it's, it's to help bring them out of it. So,
0: yeah, that's, that's, a, um, being, a, I've heard about a few authors And the Mm -hmm. way that somebody described it, like when you go back and read something, you're like, I wrote that because the way it is, is God actually was writing it. Like I've had somebody tell me, like, no, God wrote my book. Like some of that stuff that's in there, they were like, I wouldn't have really put that in there. And some people said they still have a book yet to write that Mm -hmm. it was like you said, they certain things have to happen first. I had to happen so that you could put that in there so that those words can inspire and encourage someone else. For so sure. just to hear, like you know it's amazing how to take the time to I guess they put a pen to the paper during those moments like yeah. either whether it be you journaling or in a writing a book because I know I was an avid I did journaling I used to do it in the morning with my devotions and I I kind of stopped and here and there I'll journal but I haven't done it but just to go back and see some things and I'm like oh my goodness like all right, or to see what you came from, like just to go, not to go back and dwell on it, but just to see, like, wow, I was in this season, or just to see, like, when God was right there with you in some seasons and helping you. And I even realized that recently in a little um book I write, I write the devotions. I was writing devotions in it at one time, but I was answering questions, and to see these questions that I was answering and the answers, it was like I was actually saying that I was an encourager back then in like 2016. Mm-hmm. and didn't really start uh, paying attention to it more until, like, last year. Yeah. And I, you know, like, seeing your gifts and seeing what God has given you and, like, writing a book. Like, some people, like, I wouldn't expect to be writing a no book or, you know, yeah. or anything like that. So just to see, like, you know, during your season, you mm-hmm. were able to still hear him and yeah. hear the words that he wanted and then also realize while you're writing, like, okay, Lord, you have more things for me to go through. So yeah. that's why I had to write this now you had more chapters you wanted me to put in this book
1: yes and I think during that time there was nothing else I could do but stay close to God you know sometimes we feel like Lord are you hearing my prayers you know we would be frustrated a lot of times we do get frustrated when we go through trials because we don't understand what's on the other side of it we don't see what's on the other side of it so I had no choice but to depend on him he was my safety net when I thought I didn't have one
0: and just to hear even like you said going through financial struggles like you were like okay lord nothing's coming nobody yeah. got anything no job no money no, unemployment, yeah. no nothing like how are we gonna do this because most people would be trying to find some other kind of way any kind of way they start selling stuff or doing stuff yeah. and then like you said you were depressed at that time and I can relate to that from back in um was it yeah 2013 13 14 mm-hmm. I was going through situations like that because one I was living above my means and it was almost time I almost got evicted like twice out of my apartment. It didn't happen. Oh, something came through, but just at that time, it was a repetitive cycle. Like, here we go again, here we go again. How am i am going to make this? How am I going to do that? And you do get down because it's like, what can you do? Money's not coming from anywhere. I mean, yes, I had a, a job working a little bit, but yeah. like you said, you had nothing. So just to see that you being that faithful during that time, that that speaks a lot of volumes
1: (laughs) I had absolutely. when I tell you I had nothing coming to me nothing but you know I didn't lose my apartment you know my my living situation I didn't get evicted I didn't go without groceries I didn't go without water and heat you know what I'm saying so it's just like God sustained me through it all and that's what he does when we trust him sometimes it's going to hurt that pruning and cutting is going to hurt, but he still covers us through it all. So I'm just, I'm grateful because literally nobody, but God did it.
0: Yeah. And, and then not only that, sometimes when you're going through something, and you don't tell somebody that he still sends that angel to come and yeah, help you to absolutely. give you something that you need. And you'll be like,
1: how, absolutely. Did, you, how
0: did you know that? Like, I didn't tell you so how did you know, something was you know going on so that that's that's a you know that's like you said that's a test of your faith that's showing how faithful you are in your walk and yes. then yes lord even when things look ugly and they're all ugly i still gonna trust you no matter what because
1: yeah. a lot of
0: people would have turned their back on them and they would have gone out there and been full of the world doing any and everything else yes so that that really shows a lot about your character and where you are in your faith walk thank you yeah, it was definitely
1: so, hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, what is your go-to quote or saying?
1: Uh, you know what? I actually put it in my phone because it's so long I can't I cannot remember it all. But I already know <laughs> you're gonna know what it is because okay. I have a quotes. I don't know if you do, but I have a thing for quotes. So I know you're gonna know it as soon as I start speaking it. Okay. So this quote is by, give me one second. The quote is by, um, I think her name is Miriam Williamson. And it says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, It is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others.
0: Yeah, I heard the beginning sound very familiar but the rest of it I was like, okay. I just tuned in and I was like, okay, listen. Yeah,
1: I like the <laughs> whole thing. Because, I mean, you, you know, the first sentence, first couple you're like, oh, okay, you know, that's cute.
0: <laughs> but just the whole
1: thing, talking about how us liberating ourselves is the key to unlocking other people. Mm-hmm. I think that's the reason why there are a lot of people that are still in bondage is because we haven't embraced our freedom. But that's yeah. a whole other. that's a whole nother thing. So <laughs> let me just focusing
0: on you. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah, but that goes back to even like just believing in yourself. Cause a yeah. lot of times we don't believe in ourselves. We're just out there like, and I mean, like I said, that's what I told even with coming with confidence being mm-hmm. something to work on because a lot of us are comparing. It's so much now we can see and compare ourselves to that we can't fully embrace who we are and love ourselves for who we are and I understand why like some people get off of like social media and why they're not on there because it can be like I said they show you the highlight reel and you can't really fully embrace who you are especially if you're comparing yourself to others but
1: there's something
0: within you that one day somehow just clicks and you're like you know what I'm uniquely beautifully and wonderfully made and this is who I am and this is how I'm going to do and you know God has given me this freedom in many different ways you know, yeah. and this is how I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna look at me and love me. For I'm sure. gonna uplift myself, but you know, keep God first. But basically, like, you know, like one person, she said so. She was like, when I asked the question about who inspires her, she was like, a lot of people do. She said, but she, sure, I inspire myself. She thought about it one day, like stuff. She's looking back and see what she's going through. She was like, and I, I never thought about it to see how you can inspire your own self because. you know we've all seen ourselves like remember when we were down and weak and then it's like but look at me now like I'm stronger I'm wiser you know I'm better Uh and it kind of reminds me like this song that I listen to sometimes moving on or move on by um what is it Jonathan Matt Reynolds Mm -hmm. I like that song I'll be singing it it, it. you know my rear view can't compare to what God will do in my life yeah and I was like okay And just thinking about the thing like, don't be in your your rear view is what it was and what it is. We got to keep looking forward and keep letting him use us and lead us to where he, you know, wants us to go.
1: That's so true. And I used to uh, go through that spirit of comparison, you know, early on. And um, God had to remind me that when you compare yourself to other people, no matter if it's height, weight, hair, skin complexion. Uh, career, whatever it may be, you are devaluing what he's put on the inside of you. You are saying what God gave me, what God has given me and the tools he's given me and the purpose and the calling that he has on my life is not enough. And we all know that's a lie. So um, I think just realizing that our worth our self-worth and who we are comes from him and not from social media and not from other people around us I think that's where you know our breakthrough comes from you know once we realize that and we hold on to it
0: yes so what is one thing that 2020 taught you that you said you didn't want to bring going forward into the future
1: Wow, Um, 2020 2020 was rough. (laughs) (laughs) It it was, but it was a blessing. It it was a blessing. But I think for me, 2020 has taught me um, to live my life and to not wait to do things that God has told me to do. I think a lot of times we sit on things because of fear or even if there's a perfectionist thing, we were like, oh, I have to do all this thousand things of research because I don't want to look like a fool, Lord. Listen, child, there's going to be plenty of people that have done it before us that look like a fool and they made it, okay? So I think it's just one of the things that I learned and I promised myself not to bring into 2021 was, uh, complacency, I would say that for sure.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm I was laughing as you were saying that because I'm like, yeah, that's true. Gotta give you the assignment or something to do. And we'd be like, well, I gotta do this and I gotta do that. And I don't know, like even me sitting on, I'm supposed to be doing a journal that I have yet to do. But then I realized later why in a sense I haven't done it mm-hmm. because I kept thinking about the template and how I wanted to do it or maybe make it a devotion. I don't know. But now it's all coming clearly, clearly like all the doors open up and seeing. And that was because when I went back in that notebook that I used to journal in, I saw the template. It was there. And it was just that listening to that voice, like, hey, go look back and see, you know, what actually is written in all of this that I have besides yeah. message notes, like what else is in here? Right. And so, the, you know, like you said, we do sit on, cause I, I can be a perfectionist. I am very bad at that. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to make sure everything's so in order, so neat. And part of that's just cause how I grew up too you know yeah. you got to do stuff a certain way be the certain way don't do it like you know I'm a neat freak with certain things like me paper I'm not a I, y'all gonna I'm a paper clutter person but other stuff it just kind of be like oh my goodness like no why is that de-? and like it's about being organized and I said it could be a little OCD in there so but <laughs> I'm just like some things a certain way like my, my husband loves to leave cabinets open, and for whatever reason that about drives me nuts <laughs> because I don't like the door i will in going and just be like closing the door go, the cabin, it's closed. Yes. <laughs> but then I found out that somebody else I didn't feel bad when I found that somebody else she has the same that's one of the things that bother her we don't know why it's just one of those things I guess me because I think about dust and everything yeah. else and it's like that's stuff so clean like I don't want this. Yeah. I don't this stuff or something getting in it or you know I don't know it's just me being a little random sometimes and I always say I'm just so random or I'm so and my husband be like whatever and so he he kind of has pushed me like you know embracing me for who I am because one day I was like this is just who I am he's like yeah yeah but do you believe it do you believe that's just who you are and I was like yeah, <laughs> yeah I had to start being more like I love to talk I will yeah. talk to you and talk to you and you'll be like this be like it, it's just what it is I I have it in me that I don't really meet strangers and some people gravitate to me for whatever reason, I don't mm-hmm. know. And um, I just feel comfortable talking to people. Like I tell people, I am not an introvert by no means. I'm an extrovert, but I do, I'm selective. I guess I'll say that sometimes because i speak to people. And if you don't speak back, I'm like, okay, don't hurt my feelings. I keep on going, like, <laughs> okay, hey to you too. You know, I had to learn that, you know, and I tried to help my, that was so funny because I had that moment with my daughter this week when um she started ballet and it was her first class and she was speaking to people and then the girl didn't say somebody didn't say something bad to her and mind you she's only three but she was kind of hurt and I said baby it's okay I said people not gonna always speak back to you and I know she might not understand that now but she was like okay and kind of went on and saw somebody else but she like me friend like hey not to everybody just to like people her." her age, and and that's one day I'm glad she don't she's not friendly with everybody thank lord she's not like a really friendly baby she'll say hey but she's not trying to go with you she'll be like oh hold on let me let me danger danger yeah like I don't know you like that so (laughs) but I I just like think about like you said embracing ourselves and and God created us to be and that's one of the things like me even with me just my self-care and that's part of it too because I'm always taking care of everybody but me not yeah. getting my wrist not doing what I need to do and make sure everybody else is okay and mm-hmm. I even said like I told my husband I said I might just have to take a time just to get away go sit at a part by myself yeah. you know and just clear my head and do different things so but um so um what is one question you have for me one
1: question let's see well
0: <laughs> you
1: kind of told on yourself <laughs> shame on you you told all yourself so I'm big when it comes to self-care you know of course being a mental health advocate so what gosh I wish I could do a two-part question
0: you can do two part yeah you could do a two part <laughs>
1: okay what are two things I was gonna say three but what are two things for you that are self-care
0: for me it would be journaling was one me mm-hmm. really sitting down, like, having that quiet time. Like me, I'm one that gets up when everybody else is asleep. Because that's the only time I really have peaceful time. And journaling was one of my big things because I could get all the things out of my head. And yeah. journaling was pr- prior to going to starting to go to counseling. Because mm-hmm. when I finally started going to counseling, it was like, okay, I need, you know, and she's even said, you know, journal and right things. And I got to get into doing that more. That's yeah. one thing for me, because I I'll put like, and me with my devotion, that's part of my self-care. Yeah, and sure. I always find my quiet time to do either one. We're well, not journaling as much, but as far as the devotions, like I go into work super early because I, I'm at my desk. Nobody's there for the first few hours, because even being at home, my child may wake up early and then it's like, oh, I can't do what I need to do and being quiet. But worship is one thing for me for self-care. And Mm -hmm. journaling is one thing for me. And I'll even give you a third one. It's just me getting rest, me taking, listening to my body and Mm -hmm. getting the rest that I need. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so the last one, it's not gonna be a question, it's more so of a challenge. I'm gonna challenge you to implement self-care for yourself to start doing that. And I think for me, something that helps was like adding a reminder on my phone like a little alarm that will go off um, that's very helpful so I'm just going to challenge you to do that I'm gonna say uh this coming up week
0: okay I, time. I can do that I, I time. <laughs> yeah I was like no I need that because a lot of people been telling me they always hear about how I'm taking care of everybody else. even my yeah. counselor said it a person that I'm doing a study with has said it and yeah. even my body even told me this week like hey you need to you know slow down you got to get more rest you got to take care of you so like even one of the things I made myself do even mm-hmm. though I have things I want to do during the week sometimes if I'm tired I'm going to bed. I'm like no I'm not gonna stay up try to fight this I'll get it done you know mm-hmm. later but yes that's one of the things I definitely have to do because I know I, if I'm not any good to myself I can't be any good to anybody else no, I'm. I'm gonna take your challenge. I promise i will do it. I, I if I had to drive and go somewhere to, just to get away to have to do it, I will do it. Yeah, look, it's the pot calling the kettle black. Hello. <laughs> I've
1: been there. I know, I know how it is, but I know how when you get that self-care, when you make that appointment with yourself, when you spend that time, it's so needed. Like it just is. And especially if your body's telling you, yo, you need to sit down. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're you <laughs> too much. I need you to reel it back,
0: reel it in. Yeah. But, Cause even my even my doctor told me when she um saw me that last time and I was telling her about. I had I've been rear-ended what five times I think I might it might be six I don't lost count but people been rear-ending me I haven't been doing nothing they hit me and yeah. the second to last time it was it I felt the impact dead in the center of my back wow. and so the very first time I got hit I felt more of an injury in my shoulder and it comes back but when she was touching and I was telling her about my back bottom, but she touched my shoulders and she said you so tense she was like you so tense and I was like yeah and it made me think also about my mom was tense like that recently and she had to go through physical therapy I'm supposed to start going through that but that hadn't happened yet they haven't contacted me or anything so I know like I said just me relaxing not being like you said suffering one of the things a common thing I keep hearing about women is either we're we're suffering with depression and anxiety all of us seem to be having and I understand having at least you know with the anxiety we're always anxious because there's always something we feel like we're supposed to be doing, or we have to do as a, as a woman, you know, like, I got to do this, I got to live up to this standard, I got to do that, and not then we get pushed behind, because we want to take care of everybody else, yeah. and so I understand, like, us being anxious and stuff, and we worried about, oh, something happened, this gonna happen, or what if this don't happen, and it could just be something eternally going on, and not something you even recognize, so, Yes, right. I know I gotta do self-care. I need to actually probably get this box that one of the girls I interviewed, she does a self-care box and she also oh, gives comments. So she has a different theme each month. And she even went on a I told my husband what I would like for us to do for our anniversary this year is to go get a cup of massage together yeah. and he was like yeah and I even told him the other day I said I think I need to go get one he was like go go get one then, do it and mm-hmm. my chiropractor they do massages there so I have no excuse and so if I had to look at finances <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you know what I'm going to declare that somebody is going to sow a seed into your life where you don't okay. worry about
0: that well, thank you. I, keep, I, do, I, I take it. I receive yeah. it. <laughs> yeah,
1: Because you deserve it. A lot of people depend on you and lean on you and pull on you. You deserve that. So, yeah.
0: Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. So what is the takeaway that you have for the audience? Um, just to believe in
1: themselves, you know, and no matter what things may look like right now. God still has his hand on them. There's a scripture in Hebrews. I cannot remember the chapter, but it talks about God saying, I will never leave you or take my grip off of you, take my hand off of you. I will never forsake you. So I think a lot of times, you know, people just going through things, it it can feel like, Lord, are you here? You know, so I just want people to um, just really believe in what God has on the inside of them but also know that there's greater on the other side of it and just to continue to lean in and trust God and stay hopeful in him because there's still hope in Jesus
0: amen yes amen so um where can they find you on social media and do you have a website
1: yes so uh my website is DeAndre Reese so it's just my first and last name.com and on there, they can uh, find my book that I published. It's also on Amazon. So if they want to just go on Amazon, it's on there. It's called Worthy of More. And um, I also have a workbook that is on the website as well. So if they would like to get that, they can do that. Um, you can find me on Facebook, again, under DeAndra Reese. I'm on Instagram, DeAndra underscore Reese. Everything is pretty much my name. I try to keep it simple so people don't get lost, you know. <laughs> But
0: yeah, that's where they can find me. Okay, <clears throat> I thank you for the, taking the time to do this interview with me, and for your willingness to do this interview and just Absolutely. to um and you know these interviews have not only blessed are not only blessing others but also blessing me because as one thing I talked to somebody yesterday like she said I'm pouring we're pouring out to each other. You yeah because a lot of times we have to take our own advice that we're giving to other people we like hold on like yeah. somebody said let me repeat that i need to say that again because i'm talking about self write that down yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's just amazing like how, how sometimes the holy spirit uses us to reach out to each other and say different things and to encourage one another and tell us what we need to hear like i tell people you need friends that are gonna tell you what you don't want to hear too not yeah. just people who are gonna tell you, but do what the stuff you need to hear so that you could be a better person for yourself and for sure. be better for others. So I thank you for you know all the information you even giving me, and I'm gonna take the challenge, y'all. Y'all can hold me accountable. I, I will take it, and that's one of my things. I don't have people to keep me ha- accountable, <laughs> so oh,
1: I'm, gonna I'm gonna follow up. That's <laughs> believe.
0: Uh huh. I'm the follow <laughs> up queen. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. So I need I need people that get my circle to do that because I'm the one that's always checking on other people and that's how they're doing. So when it when it does come that people are checking on me, I find it very foreign sometimes because it's like, I even thought that happened recently. I was like, is something wrong with me? Because everybody keeps checking, you know, people were checking up on me and I was like- What's
1: going on?
0: Yeah. And then my husband just kind of laughing because he was like, no, people just checking up on you because they knew like, you know, all the things I've been going through with my husband and because he had a stroke back in June of 2020. And it, it could have been a lot worse. And then, you know, losing my dad at the end, towards the end of last year, it's just been—I guess—I say a lot going on, and it's a lot of change. And you know, people always say, "How you doing?" You know, we, they say we all like that comment. I'm doing well. I'm doing good. We're doing all right. Did somebody like, no, for real? How you really doing? So, mm-hmm. Yep. And so, but I'm thankful for this conversation. And too, you all. So much. So you all, you—I'll put all her information down in the show notes so that you could be able to follow her all you have to do is click on the highlighted part it's going to take you directly to the links and so i try to make it as easy as possible for you and feel free to reach out ask any questions feel free to reach out and if you need prayer whatever you name need either one of us will be willing to do that for you and also um show notes you can find out all things about the encouragement for a podcast it'll be all up on the raise sunshine jam and I'll make all the links be there there are big things that are going to come soon so just be on the lookout I'll be ready to announce it when it comes and um just feel free to follow us reach out to us and to remember to always have encouragement for it and be a blessing to somebody else see y'all on the next episode bye